0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Three, two,
1: one.
0: Do you know what I feel like doing? Pulling your hair and biting you? Of course, I feel like kicking back, relaxing, getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Halo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things that are drama-related, and I'm joined by my co-host.
1: What up, guys? It's is Amy on the mic, and let's get right in the news. Of course,
0: and before we get into the news, we'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Now, it is, it has been apparent over the weekend... had a pay-per-view event by the name of All Out. And it went all out. It did go all out. We're not going to sit here and go through all the minor details of what happened at the event, but we're going to discuss what happened during the pressers, what happened after this whole weekend occurred, because it is a big world of... Violence, we should say. It's a lot of shoot, shoot. Yeah, a lot of shoot work being done here. Now, I'm, I don't know the root of this drama specifically,
1: but what happened backstage at AEW All Out? Is he? Uh, it's basically he says he said half the t, half the people that support the Young Bucks are saying that Punk started it. People that support Punk saying that the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega started it. We need a Keemstar in here. We need to get this drama alert on. Keemstar, go do your, do your job.
0: Go do your thing. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who don't know, there was a massive backstage fight between not only the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, but CM Punk, uh, his coach, something Steel. Ace Steel. Ace Steel. And it resulted in chairs being thrown. It resulted in biting, hair pulling, punches. Kinky. The whole the whole shebang. They were they were wrestling. They were very much wrestling.
1: And wrestling turned. It was a handicap match. It was the uh, AEW Trail Champions versus the um, AEW War Champions. Something the WWE. Something I feel like something WWE would have booked back in the early two thousands. Three on two, handicap match.
0: I mean that's like a 2K like just mess around like Universal, gameplay right there, right? Backstage brawl, mm-hmm. but coming from these events, uh, I don't. Did you see the pressers? Like what other uh, happening?
1: I saw the shoot shoot press where, um, where CM Punk just laid out Adam Page, Cole Gabbana, his mom, Young Brooks, Kenny Omega, and Tony just standing there like. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm so glad you brought that up because. Mm-hmm. I was not only looking at Punk, but looking at Tony Khan's face during that whole thing. His eyes were like, yo, he just said that? And, like, at what point, like, you're the man who runs this damn company where you just say, like, all right, done. Like, this, this presser's done. Everyone go home.
1: Like, right? No, 100%. And then you, you compare to Roman's press. And I know people have comparison. Like, Punk is asking for his respect. Roman's saying, uh, acknowledge me as tribal chief it's just like I feel like Tony Khan people are saying that it's turning more like into WCW where the inmates are running the yard I, I feel like Tony Khan should have said something you run this company dude you are the man who pays these people bills and you could have just stopped it right there but you let CM Punk just rip
0: yeah and you could have just been like alright um, no more questions like that's cool. it like cool like but there's no stopping punk once he talks. Everyone knows that.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: you know, during Swerve in Our Glories pressure, you can see in the background a security guard sprint out of the area. And apparently, that's when the fight was happening. Oh. There was also rumors that uh, Chris Jericho was doing a presser. And then he kind of leaned over to Tony to say, yo, like shit's going down back there. And like he did nothing. Like he didn't even bother getting up to go be like, yeah. Yo, what's happening? Um, I guess coming out of that, I, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday. No, no it was yesterday, Wednesday.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, there was news that not only were the trio's champions stripped of their titles, but CM Punk was stripped of his world championship as well.
1: Yes, and this is coming off the bat where they just would re- MJ have just returned, and it was supposed to be. MJF, CM Punk, they were supposed to re back, live re- back that rivalry. Now that's up in the air,
0: bro. I am, I am thoroughly surprised. And thank you to, I guess, MJF. Uh, props to you. You literally had the wrestling world by the balls, where you could have just been like ripping the Bucks, Omega, and Punk a new one. But like he said, like a little, like a few things, but nothing too crazy. I, and there was also a talent meeting before AEW went on air to kind of be like, "Yo, this is what's happening," blah blah blah.
1: And Jericho, and Moxie weren't scheduled to be on AEW, and they were like, they were like, all right, you know, you, your four main guys are suspended. We will fill in for you."
0: Now, suspensions haven't come yet, to my understanding. No, they have. Uh, the Bucks and Kenny were suspended.
1: Yeah. And I don't rumor has it that Punk is out of the company. Like literally he's there he's basically gone, but he's still on the contract with Yeah,
0: him. and he was stripped of his title, but like again, that was gonna be the plan apparently moving out of this anyway because he got hurt during the match mm-hmm. against John Moxley at all out. So that's kind of like whatever, can we talk about Punk and this return so to speak and how bad it's been for him?
1: It's been a year on the dot since he came back to the company and what a whole 180 this whole return is like being praised as the savior of wrestling to now get the fuck out of my TV.
0: Yeah, and like during his first press, and again, during his first presser with AEW coming back, he was like I've been gone for so long. I'm well rested. Like I'm ready to fight all the new people, the young talent. And then this presser, he's like, I'm old, I'm broken, and like I don't like anyone here.
1: Yeah, it's it's just a literally a 180.
0: Yeah, and um of course on AEW Dynamite, they did this whole tournament of former champions with like Jericho, Brian Danielson. Uh, John Moxley, I believe who else? Jericho I said Jericho. There's a few other people included Hangman Page, and there's gonna be a new AEW world champion crowned. Now there were new trios champions crowned, being the Death Triangle, which is the Lucha Bros, and PAC. So they're your new Trios champions. But I wanna talk more I didn't want to talk more about like the roster and all that. I want to talk more about the state of AEW. Because for the first time in what, let's say 15 years, let's give it a nice buffer. There is a worse company than WWE, and it is AEW.
1: Apparently, apparently, everyone was like, Oh, AEW is the best wrestling company in today's time. (laughs) All the marks for all of AEW. And
0: it's like weird to say, especially now, and let's talk about like a year ago where. It was almost like the final nail in the coffin. AEW got CM Punk to return and be like their top guy. Mm -hmm. WWE is not only floundering at this point, but it's like... Releasing talent. Yeah, releasing talent just looks bad all around. And then now, Triple H is in charge. The product product is getting better. And a lot of people are coming back, like Braun Strowman, Gargano, just to name a few. Mm
1: -hmm. Dexter.
0: Dexter. And it's kind of, like, weird to say, but WWE is in a better state than AEW
1: right now. The the morale is higher. People are actually enjoying coming into work, all that. It's crazy. It's a crazy time to live. It's a crazy
0: time. Now, let's talk about Punk, the Bucks, and Kenny. Mm -hmm. You're saying that Punk is virtually gone, and I, I think that's safe to assume. Yeah. Can you picture AEW without Kenny Omega and the Bucks? Or do you think I that mean, would that'd be too far to release them too?
1: I mean, can you picture AEW without Cody? We're living in it right now. Yeah, so I feel like, yeah, you can get them out. Granted, those are the four guests that started at AEW. There's a the reason why. But uh, this is why you should never have a talent be EVP, be that much higher up in the control of the company. It sucks. It gives them a bigger head, and if anything, um, yeah, I think it's time. You know, you can have those guys out of the company. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk
0: about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach. Approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom, and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability. It certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge dot com slash believe
1: BL because it's worse than giving a talent creative control on on a wrestler like Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash being head of creative control and all that I feel like this is just bad you have to let them go at this point
0: and you know this goes without saying the leadership that Tony Khan is displaying right now as far as you know what was done over the weekend and what is done moving forward. Like, of course you're going to strip punk of the title. And of course you're going to strip the bucks and Kenny, but this is apparently been something that is boiling over for a very long time. And there was not only this fight, but there was a fight between Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston, not only a a couple months ago.
1: And Eddie is, um, uh, was suspended too.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that was like, I don't want to say a minor fight because a fight's a fight backstage, but like,
1: a fight's
0: a fight. fight. And this is not like a fight where it's like, oh, they're wrestlers and like whatever, but police got involved. Like, this is like a real deal thing in your workplace. Somebody,
1: Somebody got bitten. Yeah.
0: And it's like, this is your workplace. This is where things happen. Of course there were problems like this in WWE. I'm not going to go this whole pod without shaming WWE as well. But there have been fights backstage, but like to this degree and to not only include your top talent, but again like what you said, the EVPs of the company, like the corporate people. Yeah. It it is absolutely insane, unprecedented and
1: also, uh, apparently, another person who's a backstage talent—the guy who looks like a bootleg version of Zane, i forget his name. Um, he's like a ginger. Um, I forget his name, but apparently, he was—he was in the scruffle too, of it. Oh, apparently, Pat Buck, I think. Yeah, Pat Buck. There you go. That's the same. Like bootleg Sami Zayn. Um, no, he—he he as well. Um, he was apparently involved in it in the scuffle. Apparently CM Punk's dog was involved in it. Poor and, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like all up in the air and you know, this is, like I said before you, this is what you get when you have people that are corporate and also wrestling as well. You can't have both. It has to be one or the other. You want to be EVP? You can't be a talent. You want to be a talent? You can't be EVP. I get it. You started this company Open to the public. Buy stocks if you want to be invested in that way. Other than that, don't be in charge and expect anything to be backlash about it.
0: Yeah, like it's just so so weird to see something spiral out of control mm-hmm. and. I liked AEW. I still like watch it from time to time. I enjoy everything they're doing. But it's it's very well like the elephant in the room to see that there is no straight up leadership there. No. It's very much like a lawless land and they kind of let it rip for too long where it's kind of like, yeah, things will work itself out. You know, no problem. But Tony Khan needs to get this together before, again, like what you said, this turns into the next WCW can't yeah, have like, it
1: like Kenny Omega is the executive vice president and uh and so is Young Bucks as well but like why you you have all in all you have four people in charge you have Tony Khan and then you have the elite of course three of them are gonna bat like do what they want and now was the Tony because they're gonna be like we started this with all out um all in whatever the first pay-per-view before AEW was a thing Oh, back in Chicago, we just used you as your money, blah, blah, blah. No, like, either you let them go or you buy them out of the contracts of being EVPs. Yeah,
0: and again, like, talking about, like, Punk now, apparently the whole locker room was just against him. Like, no one liked him. Again, this is classic CM Punk, you know, gossip and rumors. Mm -hmm. No one liked him backstage very stuck up and this is coming from a fan of cm punk just looking at how he's handled himself but also handled like the comeback to wrestling it very much put me off of cm punk for obvious reasons but let's also talk about did you see tony khan like Turning into like a little kid whenever Triple H passed a remark the other day about like oh like congrats you beat our uh, developmental in ratings like great like congrats
1: no, I didn't see his rebuttal what was his um...
0: basically the whole thing was like
1: and this I, is like, I, I, using I saw, baby terms I saw Triple H's statement saying that oh you beat our development so what did so what was
0: Tony Khan's like kind of rebuttal was you know I'm not gonna take that anymore blah 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 like it was very much like a little kid saying well i'm cooler or like whatever and like yeah
1: well I'm, i mean granted you have it apparently triple h and WWE trying to poach aw superstars and you got to that's going to piss you off so oh, i yeah. get it i get it where he's coming from and that aspect of it also you have triple h saying oh you beat our developmental system even though triple h has been on record saying that nxt is not a developmental system it is an nxt product so it's like here or there, but I get it. But like, like you said, you're CEO of a company. You you shouldn't be, you know, shooting your shots on another company just because he shot first, saying your company is pissy and company.
0: Yeah, it's like it's those things, and you always see, especially now, the um, like MJF openly addressed WWE on live television. Do I hear it on? WWE side, no. Like the only times I've really heard reference of AEW was whenever Cody came over and he's like, he didn't even say this on live television, but he referenced them like on his Instagram, saying like, mm-hmm. I've acknowledged like where I came from. They're they're doing a great job over there, and he posts about them from time to time. See,
1: social media is fine because that's not your workplace. You're off. Exactly. That's it. But you have CM Punk was calling MJF the light mids. You have other superstars reference AEW as well. But it's like, all right, you want to get a cheap pop, sure. But at the end of the day, this is what people are—why wrestling, wrestling fans are toxic, and why people on Twitter are toxic. At the end of the day, it's wrestling. You could be fans of AEW, you be fans of WWE, could be fans of Ring of Honor, could be fans of TNA. At the end of the day, you're doing what you love, and that's entertaining your people. Apparently, Punk doesn't understand that Punk only does it now for the money. He doesn't really enjoy wrestling anymore. That's I think only that was reason. a given. That's a given. That's the only reason why he came back. He's like, oh, I'll come back if I get a load of money. And that's what he got in AEW now. He's like, I hate everyone here. I don't want to wrestle anyone here. It's like, then just leave. You signed a contract. Stop being a bitch about it. And then I'm going to sound like a tired record, but I feel like on my getting Young Bucks need to either retire or step down as EVP.
0: They do. I think it's no no debate here. They Absolutely. definitely do. There's clearly um, a power struggle. A power struggle, but again, AEW has never had that leadership outside of Tony Khan.
1: Yeah, cuz there's four people as the leaders. It is a four-headed company. No one knows who's really in charge.
0: Not even that. Like they could slot Regal and put him in as EVP. And mm-hmm. I think All that hard company hard. would severely improve overnight. He basically ran NXT. Exactly. And it's like they lack the definitive line between talent and corporate. Mm-hmm. They can work together. Clearly it's working now in, in WWE. And there's no... There's former talent like mm-hmm. Triple H, you know, Shawn Jason Michaels. Jordan, Shawn Michaels. Like Those people work mm-hmm. backstage only. Yeah. And if they're ever in front of the camera it's not for like they're not in contention for the world championship. Of course, you can talk about Triple H that one year, yeah. but there was storyline reasons there and it, he dropped the title to Roman. But when you're consistently like the trio's world champions, Kenny Omega was AEW world champion for a, a while. Not to say that they didn't deserve it, but it's kind of like a thing where people tr- accuse Triple H of this for so long where it's like, well, you married into the top spot because yeah. you're banging Stephanie like you got a world championship and blah, blah, blah it's kind of like the same, like not the same thing, but it's like, you're obviously in charge so you can put yourself wherever you want on the card. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. There's going to be more about this pouring out over the said week. So we will keep up with it as much as we can. Keeping up with the elites. We'll call that for now. (laughs) But, um, that about does it a year for the Get Comfy Lowdown. We hope you guys enjoyed. We upload three times a week, being the Get Comfy Podcast, the Get Comfy Game Break, and this show, the Get Comfy Lowdown, every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. I've been k joined by the one and only...
1: The EVP, and Mike.
0: And we'll see you guys next time. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe.